Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hello and welcome to Sports Beat After Hours. I am your host, Carl Hemahemuli Jr. And joining me as always is the king of the wildlings, Zachary Hicken. These are the two most accurate descriptions I've ever heard for either of us because you have a great resemblance to Jason Momoa. You're the Jason Momoa of our group. And uh, yeah, I'm from the uh, the... The Great White North. Yes. Uh, Zach, joining us today, we have the pleasure, nay, the privilege of being joined by the hand of the king himself, Matt Glade. Oh, you got to turn your mic on, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I got my swear out while my mic was off. And also joining us is a, is a man who has no name, Hootran. Hello. <laughs> um, he serves the many-faced God. He does. I do. Um, that was not your face to take. Guys, <laughs> so welcome to Sports Beat After Hours, the uh, podcast by the uh, producers of Sports Beat. After the show's over, Sunday nights, we kind of talk about whatever we want to. Uh, sports, pop culture, tonight. Politics. Only, politics. Yes. There's only one thing on our minds tonight, though, and we are about to talk all about it. The season finale, the series finale of Game of Thrones uh, just wrapped up for us. We just finished it. It's 2.06 a.m. <laughs> Mountain Time. Which is the perfect time to do a podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm running on pure adrenaline, caffeine, and fury. He's about the Hulk smash some things. <laughs> so let's just let's just jump into it because there's a lot to talk about. I'm sure we'll all touch each other's points at some point. <laughs> uh, this, this, this is after hours, so we can do that. I thought you guys would like that. Yeah. That's my understanding. <laughs> just me. That my points would be untouched. <laughs> oh, I'm going to touch your points. You're going to touch mine. We're all going to touch each other's. The old gods and the new. <laughs> Okay, let's wow. just let's just one Dice question. Pants. One one question for you all you fine gentlemen. Were you disappointed? How disappointed were you? I guess uh, should be the question. Yeah, yeah, your first your first question <laughs> is irrelevant. Um, I don't know. How disappointed? I Okay. Let me let me let me preface for a second. Oh, because I real. hate I hate I hate fans 
of fandoms who just complain when when something happens in what they love and that they, they you know they scream not canon right and I, they hate it and they hate all that stuff as a star wars lover you're very yes with yes this. yes i mean i deal with it all the time with star wars and i love game of thrones however <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is already an all-timer these last two seasons of game of thrones i'm gonna turn his mic down <laughs> i have never done a 180 on a show as badly as I did with Game of Thrones. Oh my goodness. This is, it, it's, the first six seasons are still probably my favorite show of all time. Sure. And then season seven and eight happened. And I just, I hate it <laughs> so much. Let me just say. It's like flames. Yeah. So much. There's smoke flames coming out of his ears. The side flames, of like face. Drogon's flames on the side <laughs> of my face. Just heaving breath of fire on my face. I was, I for sure didn't think that we were going to top the end of last episode. Matt was fuming after episode. It's a good thing five. we did not. We he did not walked do a out last that. week without saying anything to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said some stuff on the way out. It wasn't directed at you, but it was. There was. There were words said. <laughs> um, yeah. Who? What? I mean. Uh, disappointment's a strong word for me. Okay. Um, I actually haven't hated the season as much as everybody else. So you're talking season uh, everything. eight. Season, yeah, season eight, and even um, this episode, I was like, okay, I thought it was, there were some interesting things that they put, that, like they planted the seeds to set in motion. I'm excited for next season, so they, uh, <laughs> they put some oh, stuff wow, out this there. Is awkward. And uh, I, I think next That's season, I, 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 I just want to wait to see what happens when they put it all together, you know what I'm saying? So, oh my With gosh. all of those um, um, unresolved plot points come yeah. to fruition. <laughs> Can't wait. To see. This, this is the thing, though. It's not like what they chose to do, sure. like... It's not who ended up on the throne. It's 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 not who died, who lived. It's all that stuff. It's the way they did it. Yes, that's that's the most infuriating yes. thing. Is because they set the rules of this show. They set the tone. They set the tone. They set the pacing. Yeah. They set how time moves with this show. And then they took all that and they threw it out the window. Right. They threw like it on brand. They 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 threw it. <laughs> They Jamie Lannister <laughs> everything they had built right out the window. But they didn't do it for love. They did it and just flipped the middle bird to us the entire time as they were doing they did it. Peace money. among worlds. I completely yeah. agree. Um, yeah, so I wrote down a couple of thoughts. <laughs> okay, uh, let's hear it. Just throughout the finale. Um, first thought. So Daenerys gets done just sacking the city, destroying it, sure. killing innocents, burning children. And she's all like, hey, we're cool, right? Like, yeah. I'm your queen. <laughs> um, she still has crazy eyes. Because I know what's good. Yes. yes. Um, I felt now like me. all of, like, everything that was going on were, like, visual nods to, like, a dictatorship. Like, the Third right. Reich. Oh, and, 100%. Like, gosh. Yeah. Um, uh, like, the Force Awakens with, like, the First That's Order. Exa- that was the exact, That's exact thought I had, what I too. Thought yep. Of. I do like what you were saying, Matt, though, about character arcs, because we discussed this on the pod before with Nate Dowdle about our favorite character arcs and how the show had completely ruined them. Um, I know for a fact you're a big, you like Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite character arc? Uh, um, no, I wouldn't say, I, I, Ar- Arya is probably my favorite character arc, but Tyrion was what, right what? up there too. Okay. Um, because it, it, well, I mean, I don't want to go over the same points because I think Nate and I agree that 
the problem was is to get Danny to her madness, they sacrificed Tyrion's wit and cleverness. Sure. To make all the mistakes to get her enraged, and so I mean, you, you, you're sacrificing like the best thing about Tyrion for two seasons and what made him a great character. Absolutely. Just to move your story along, and as a storytelling choice, I was really upset about that. I, my so. favorite was Jamie, and I feel the same way. They yeah. sacrificed his, his arc for the plot. Um, I know who you brought up something earlier uh, about sacrificing um, character arcs to get to the plot. Yeah, uh, I was uh, I was just on Twitter because you know, that's what I do. And um, there's, I think, I'm going to get his name right. Daniel Silvermint on Twitter wrote, uh, I think he's a writer, and he had this great thread about people who are pantsers, writers who are pantsers who fly by the seat of their pants, and they write very character-driven. They just write about characters, and they stay true to characters, and they don't know where they're going. They're just like, this is what the character would do, and this right. And then what happened was after season six, HBO kind of capped, hey, we have you know 13 episodes left. Mm-hmm. And so they had to do. They had to switch to a, a plotting type way to write, which is you plot or outline your way there, and you know what your ending is. You know what your ending is, and at that point, characters are now just devices to get to the ending, mm-hmm. as opposed to yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, that probably that sounds about what they did for season seven and eight. Right, and it was pretty smart. One one thing that you said during the episode where you were like. Jon Snow is the worst or something like that. <laughs> or maybe you say that all the time. I'm he's, the worst say, he's on the record as him being the I worst character. Say, I, I, I will plug some of my other pods, but like uh, I do a Geek Gods, uh, a pop culture podcast, and I have said that I've always been bored with I've, I've never watched a show and go, boy, I, I wonder what Jon Snow's up to now. <laughs> he's, he's been binging it for the last couple of months. I get right. random texts. Jon okay. Snow's the worst. When, when he says last couple of months, I binged it and like Okay, I, I thought I, I I was impressed. I'm with sorry, this I have no concept of time like the Game of Thrones creators right now. So <laughs> I was I, I binged it in probably three, maybe three and a half weeks, but seven seasons. Oh wow! Well, I only bring up John because that like this part of the episode really bothered me, and it's kind of one of the first notes I wrote down. Actually, several times in my notes it says, "John, you idiot! John, you dummy! <laughs> John, you stupid man!" Uh, the, several times in this episode, John suddenly like has no conscience like he he's the guy that could not lie right he is the moral compass of like the north or whatever so and all of a sudden he's like lying to himself like just lying to himself about danny lying to himself about the situation and Tyrion tries to talk him out of it so i think here here's my counter argument to this okay. Okay, Jon Snow just had his world turned upside down, and we don't know how long ago it was because they sure. completely flipped the whole concept of time in the series, but mm-hmm. in just one season ago, he found out that he's a Targaryen. Right. He wants to hold out hope that by thinking that there's still good left in Daenerys, that he's not doomed to the same fate of being a Targaryen where the gods just flip a coin to find out if he's mad. He th- by having that hope, this this is just my what I read into it mm-hmm. with, with this interaction, is that he knows what he is, and he thinks that that's still possible in Daenerys, and he thinks that she is not doomed to that same fate of her ancestors um, because of what he knows in himself. But part of that is that he was raised by not Targaryens. He was raised by Ned Stark, who was a very loyal individual, one who... Uh, remained true to his compass um, up until his death, and it ultimately resulted in his death because he 
um, wanted to do what was right for the realm. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, that, that was just kind of what I, um, I thought. But at the same time, I was originally sure. thinking, like, why is John so stupid? Like, I get that he has loyalty, but even his dad, Ned, understood when common sense replaces loyalty out of necessity. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, th- I get what you're saying, but, like, my argument is, like, he grew up wanting to be a Stark, like a fully recognized Stark, right? And his compass is kind of Stark-esque. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why would that suddenly change just because he finds out, oh, he's actually half Stark and half Targaryen? You know what I mean? Um, but anyways, that's just one of the many things that I had on my list. What about you guys? What was the biggest thing that bothered you? Um, I don't know. I, I have a couple things that <laughs> just kind of bothered me throughout the season. I mean... We talked about minutes. it on Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about it on Thursday. But like the, this whole concept of um, trying to crunch, like crunch so many things in, like the fact that Bran ends up on the Iron Throne and he was written out of a season. Oh yeah, he was oh, like God. so unimportant. And then like when Tyrion makes the appeal, I actually liked how they uh, came around and like kind of like redeemed Tyrion a little bit in this episode. I felt a really, little bit, yeah. Not not to the degree to make up for sure. how how much he was dumbed down, but a smidge. I was really frustrated with like that whole point that he made that was like, who has a better story than Bran? Guess who has a better story than Bran? His freaking sister that is sitting right next to him. <laughs> that's where I thought he was going. Yes, yeah. that's because exactly she was in I that shot too, too with Bran. Yeah. So I was like, one hundred percent, it's going to be Sansa. Yeah, literally everyone in the show. <laughs> Has a better story than Bran. He's just been napping for two seasons over there. <laughs> Bran's another one. I never go. Oh boy, I really want to know Bran or Rickon out too. Let's let's watch them again. I saw a tweet like right after that's like, dang, Bran playing checker or Bran playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. Like, now we know where he's been for the moments where he wargs out. Mm-hmm. He's setting up his seat on the Iron Throne or yep. whatever, or he's whatever. He's just killing time is. until this yeah. meeting. When he's made king, he's like, "Ah, oh, yes, I would just." The night king's coming to I, kill him with Theon. He's like, "I have to go now." What are you? <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go check out what room I want in the palace. <laughs> what are you? What are you? Gonna so you're gonna, you're gonna die soon. But uh, I'm gonna live. Simba singing. I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> <laughs> when he when he says to John, he's like. You did what you were supposed to, or whatever. I was like, you, "That's you, too knowing." You, like, were, uh, you I were, just wanted John to, to stay up and stand up and be like, "Stop speaking in riddles, man! <laughs> just, just give me a straight answer." Uh, and John, John was like, "Okay, well, peace, bro." I gotta forgive. I can, there's a lot of things I could forgive, but like, like, they take away the most interesting thing about Bran is when he can like time travel and show you stuff. Yeah, it's like none of that happened this season, and you got like one hint of it, you know, with Rhaegar and um, um, Drogon, Lyanna getting married. Oh, uh, sorry, oh, I yeah. blanked on Lyanna for the... a second. But, <sighs> but that was like, season seven. Three, yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, you got like a little hint of it yeah. in season seven. It's like. They they go to all this trouble. He goes on this long journey, and then he's the three-eyed raven. And guess what that means? Nothing. It means <laughs> Hodor died. Nothing. Um, I, At the you, end of it, there's just so much unresolved with all of this, <laughs> and there's so many interesting things they could have done. Uh, Matt, you hit it on the head, though, because I remember you saying one time that they're 
getting rid of magic, like, slowly. Oh, they completely killed it like, off. Yeah. The Three-Eyed Raven thing's gone. Mm-hmm. And guess who else is gone? The freaking dragon. The only dragon the left. The dragon's gone. They killed... I mean, the Night King was out like that. And everybody kept right. saying, oh, no, no, no. There's going to be more. Remember all those babies and all that stuff? And in my mind, I'm like, no. They just wanted to get rid of all the fantasy elements yeah. so that they could just focus on... The, the politics right. of the kingdom of Westeros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I just don't understand why they wanted to get rid of that so quickly. It was, you spent so much time building it up and it was so great and you did such a good job and then it was just gone. It's because it was built up by someone else that hadn't finished the source material right. and so they decided to go with their own thing and it go completely dump changed more it. money at his feet and be like, just tell us what to do. Yeah. <laughs> just give us an idea of what direction to go and we'll do it. Illusion said. You don't have time, time for, for my illusions. <laughs> I would have taken one illusion in this final season. Didn't even get that. I, I just, I'm, I know, and I feel bad, because I feel like I'm just one of those fans that's, like, complaining about stuff I can't control, and I, I don't want them to, like, I'm not going to sign a petition for them to rewrite season eight like all these crazy people right. are doing, but <laughs> I just, this show was fantastic. They did, I've never seen a show like this before. Yeah. And I, for them to just destroy all the goodwill they built up, and s- I, I, it leaves me speechless most of the time. Yeah, it's um, it's a puzzler, almost as confusing to me as like, why did uh, why did Sansa shut down her uncle again? <laughs> that part was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's kind of, that's like a recurring theme. Cause, okay. Yeah, because remember he was the one who couldn't. Uh, hit the um, dead body with an arrow as it was floating away on the river to set it on oh, fire. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Where, where the blackfish came in and shoved him aside, and he's like, yeah. yeah. Uncle, sit yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, I enjoyed that moment. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, also, um, I thought, like, Sam bringing up democracy, I'm like, oh, this oh, is Oh, that it. was oh, so funny. Yeah. And like, it was like, like LOL, like, shut up. Just kidding. Yeah. He sits back down. <laughs> I'm going to plug, plug my podcast again. Uh, I said it, it on Geek Cause, uh, we did a uh, preview. I was like, maybe they'll have a presidential election, and right. so Sag gets up and I'm like, oh my god, they're doing it! Yeah. And in then fact, I got shut down. I was like, oh well, that sucked. <laughs> in fact, I, I would be so excited. I would love to see Westerosi political campaigns like just the smear campaigns <laughs> that they're running against people. Like, Grey Worm has yeah. no job. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, just. Oh, no, dude! I, like I thought it was going toward oh, democracy, I, and I thought like Tyrion was going to be like, "If only there was someone to preside over the Seven Kingdoms." Like, what like do you guys think about it? What do you guys think about Sansa making the North an independent kingdom? I All thought right, that's, everybody that's gave into that way too quickly. Yes. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, the North's independent. Wait, yeah, wait, cool. what? Yeah. We just Even... spent we just spent an entire show talking about no we go to war over this stuff and everybody's just yeah that's cool that's cool (laughs) like for all All the uh all the uh argument that yara had for everything and then all of a sudden she just completely concedes to that yeah yes that was that was really bizarre really bizarre um another question for you guys and we're kind of jumping around a little bit here but um tarantino my first thought that i had when Arya is like Oh, I'm going to go sail west. Okay, do the Westerosi believe in a globe or a flat earth theory? They're 100% flat earthers. Hey. Okay. 100%. So, like, is she just planning on just going and... Did you ever see a globe right 
anywhere <laughs> no. in eight seasons no. on any desk. I thought they didn't like have the in, technology. Yeah, in the Citadel? No, 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 no. They are flat earthers 100%. So Arya equals Christopher Columbus. Yes. No. Arya's yes. like, I'm going west, and everyone just rolls their eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're going to go drive off the edge of the world. <laughs> They're like, hey, she killed the Night King. She can do whatever she wants. I will not take Arya slander on this podcast. <laughs> uh, I agree. No, oh, no, I'm not slandering Arya. We're slandering the dumb people in Westeros for thinking it's a flat earth. Arya's um, a hero. Kyrie, oh, hey, Kyrie Irving's here. Eric, bring in Kyrie, everybody. <laughs> He's got some thoughts. Um, what about uh, when... Uh, Sam brought in the book and so on the okay. nose with the name. What did yeah. you guys? How did you guys? We feel talk about, about that? the most disappointing parts of the entire episode. <laughs> I wanted to throw my chair through the TV. It's a it's a song of ice and fire. Oh my god! <laughs> That's the name of the movie. I love when they do that. I just couldn't do it. It's like okay. Ah! So let's like rank this. Like where Who is he? He's other the source materials that do this. Like there's. Uh, there's Con Air. Like, welcome oh, right. to Con, Con Air. Air. <laughs> or she's no all different. that. Yep. Yeah. Ten things I hate <laughs> about you. Oh, my like, gosh. That's a 90s thing. Like, Wait a minute. That's 20 years. And it's the Fellowship of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> we bust ghosts. I don't know if that's really what I say. I just can't think of anything. Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, like... <sighs> Just can't they get one normal person in these pitch meetings? Like, just one common person. They don't have to know anything other than they're just a fan of the show or just a fan of pop culture in any way. So when they pitch, hey, we'll bring in Sam. He'll have this book about the whole Westerosi history, and he'll call it A Song of Ice and Fire, a nod to the book. And the guy can pipe up in the corner and be like, hey, um, no. <laughs> I'm on record. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> Everyone's going to groan, and you're just going to piss them off even more. I love it. I'm on record. I love it. Oh, my god! Well, you also love the movie called The Bus That Wouldn't Slow Down. So. <laughs> I believe it was the bus that couldn't slow down. Okay, um, so with all the negativity, was there anything positive that you pulled from this episode? From this episode? Um, I do like how Danny died. I thought... Yeah, I mean... I love the, the cinematography in it. I yeah, love the, that. That's oh, okay. Te- that te- shot... Technically speaking, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that, that was gorgeous. Sure. Two Sorry, shots I that I loved. The uh, Drogon coming up behind Daenerys was awesome. Oh, yeah. Always. That was an amazing shot. Mm-hmm. The other one was, yeah, when she's sitting there and Jon's holding her with the Iron Throne in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, that is an amazing shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, technically speaking, like you said, Matt, like, the way that this was filmed and directed, like... Everything from when Tyrion discovered Jamie and Cersei, um, a lot way of it too was fast. yeah, way too fast. Like, but the thing is, is he knew exactly where they were going. Thank goodness yeah. that piece of light was shining right on his hand, yeah. his golden hand <laughs> that he didn't bother hiding the entire season. Um, yeah, no, I agree. The cinematography was great. I still, I still think that John killing Danny is fine. Like, I liked. No, that. that's fine. And kissing, that's and then what, he that's slowly what we all kind of expected. Yeah. I was hoping for Danny to kill John, but she should have. In fact, that I think that goes with the whole like, oh, we're cool, right? Like she forgot John told her sister when she ex- explicitly <laughs> told him not to, but she still kissed him anyways, and that's why she died. So, oh. so I guess another thing that I was kind of confused about too is so they're having this council with all the um, lords and ladies of the major houses in Westeros. How did? We assume that Barris was actually able to get these letters out about Jon Snow's true lineage. 
why was his name never brought up? Well, because he killed Danny. But, he, okay, so he liberated the kingdom. Well, yeah, but you still have... But the problem was is half of the kingdom was going to hate him because okay. they killed their queen. And so that was the compromise. That's why he had to go up north because it appeased everybody. So That's kind why of the it same was never brought up. Everybody okay. knew because he assassinated the queen okay. that there was no way, even if he did have the claim to the throne, which, again, if we want to go back to plot points, why the hell did that even matter? Right. Oh, it's exactly. Like, th- th- it doesn't matter that he's, because he's, he's a Targaryen. A Targaryen. Because it never it mattered dri- one time. It drives yeah. Cersei crazy. Oh, no, Cersei. <laughs> it drives Danny. Oh, cool. Cool. Cersei cool, 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 cool. Another interesting plot point just made for <laughs> Danny to go insane. Cool. Uh, I've, been, um, uh, I've been on board with a, a crazy Danny, so. No, yeah. That's the thing. I don't mind crazy Danny. I really don't because I we fully expected it and they dropped... They foreshadowed it through throughout the entire season. It was just the way they sped it up in the last two seasons to get there and what they sacrificed storytelling-wise to get there. That's the infuriating part about it. Like, Crazy Danny, at, you know, during last week's episode when she was burning the city, at that point I was just like, you know what, you know, go the for burn. it. Yep, <laughs> just, yep, yep, burn them all. Open burn it up. every you single one of them. 13 episodes to do it, all right? So, but that's That another, is the problem. That's, that's the, the problem. Why do you, th- uh, I asked this on, uh, uh, before too, why do we think HBO was like, hey, we have three years left of this. Let's just... Shorten it from twenty episodes to thirteen episodes and right. go. Mm-hmm. Like, right. because uh, uh, my friend was like, "Oh, you know, it costs a lot of money to produce these shows." Ah, I get it, but you guys are making they're printing money. money. They're printing money. money. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Off, like you're, you're making three spinoffs because you know that this franchise makes money. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, and we talked about how, or uh, on my last pod, I talked about how this is a premium cable show. That is a cultural phenomena mm-hmm. that people are getting cable just so watch. they can watch it. They mm-hmm. are getting the app just so they can watch Like, mm-hmm. I bet tomorrow morning, half these subscriptions are, are Oh, HBO are, no longer gets my money. Are over. <laughs> and um, after like, as, as, as my friend Ben Wyatt would say, this is a crossover hit. They would never cast a Game of Thrones. <laughs> They're telling human stories in a fantasy <laughs> world. <laughs> I would argue it's no longer a fantasy world. <laughs> Human stories in a political world. Yeah, so <laughs> it just makes no sense where they just decided that, oh, we, we can only do 13 more episodes as opposed to the normal 20. And it confuses me that they shortened it up mm-hmm. and sped everything up. And so I, I get that anger from, from the fans, but... That's the thing. Had it been 20 episodes these last two seasons, it would have been fine. It 100% would have been fine. One of the most interesting points to me, though, that I just thought of as who was speaking, how many times do we get a show where we are complaining about it not being long enough? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, we get sure. complaints about the show being dragged out too long. That's the main argument against The Office, Seinfeld. Yeah. Now, granted, these are sitcoms, but you look at The Walking Dead, which completely fell off Oh man! Um, as a series after like season five or six. I don't even know. It's still on the air for seasons, some reason. <laughs> when Arya, it was good for four seasons. When Arya kills the main zombie, that's when it all goes downhill. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like Matt said earlier, they built up the Night King for, sure. what, like Entire four seasons? Series. And he is like, that should that's have been, how it starts. That arc, arc should have been at oh, least yeah, the own first season. chapter in the book introduces the Night yeah. King and whites and stuff like that the others that's what they're called in the books is the others mm. um shout out to loss but anyway <laughs> oh no speaking oh go, keep, keep Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> speaking of bad endings no stay on target <laughs> we'll stay on target yeah because we need to get out of here before 3 a.m because emma has to work in two hours um but uh yeah just 
they built up the Night's King just for him to die once we get to this main conflict. Like I mentioned to Hema before, I don't know if you guys actually listen to the podcast when you guys aren't on it, but my point was that if I were to write this series, I would have had the Night's King just destroy all of Westeros, and then finally it's one last stand at King's Landing to defend the Iron Throne, and ultimately, you know, Daenerys... I, I thought Daenerys was the true hero of the story. And Man. she comes out on top. And obviously that's complete, completely wrong because George R.R. R. Martin handed the ending over to the showrunners and they went off from there. So we know how it's going to end with the books. Mm-hmm. We, I just am excited to see how George R.R. R. Martin's actually able to map it. Yeah. He over, so may, yeah. Maybe at three points here. Um, and, oh, I just lost them all. So <laughs> uh, It's very late. The, the first point about, like, the, I, I, I think the White Walker saga, I guess, uh, probably should have been its own season. Like, if they had, sure. if they had yeah. maybe if they mm-hmm. had 20 episodes, they could have done more. But they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, when you mentioned Lost, it's kind of funny because I talked about this too, how I never actually, I've never actually seen Lost. But I have heard that it was a show that kept throwing more questions at you. Mm-hmm. before they can answer them and they got to the last season and they're like oh hey we have 20 questions we still have to answer right. so they start answering them but then they throw 20 more questions that they couldn't answer yeah and so it was, I think HBO was like hey guys let's not do the lost these are the you know 30 questions we have answer them in 13 episodes yeah they're like oh well we have this whole White Walker thing which we do well you know let's come off in one episode and then it's done so he just became a, a question to be answered. Is what you're saying. And that's what, like, we talked about the plotters and the character uh-huh. character writing versus plot writing. And this is, hey, we have this plot that we need to get, you know, tie tie it with a bow, right? Tie it with a bow now, so because we, we still have to tie up ten other bows after it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, when you talk about The Walking Dead, um, I don't like The Walking Dead very much, but from mm-hmm. what I understand, the real enemies are the humans. <laughs> <laughs> and so this we is, are the real monsters right. and, that's and so, also the plot to 101 Dalmatians <laughs> <laughs> and like this is this seems to be the theme for uh, someone else put this on Twitter and I'm stealing I wish I knew who it was but I saw it and they said well you want the living fighting the living at the end like sure. like maybe the um, the dead are uh, what is that <laughs> the dead are a big um we're on a creaky ship, right? So maybe the <laughs> we're dead are west with Harley. Yeah, like the dead are a big uh, uh, threat, but right. you want Cersei to. But then, then but then Cer- they completely cut yeah. Cersei out of it. Like she had no impact in this, yeah. and this is like she this is probably my biggest beef. Yeah. I thought, yes, I thought she was going to be alive in this episode. So when they showed her dead, I was like, like "Well, that's that's disappointing." All right, well, <laughs> oh crap. Okay, well, never mind. <laughs> Could you imagine if like. Tyrion like pulls the rock back and her hand just shoots up and strangles him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> because I, I have a friend and he he's pissed off because the prophecy is one of the brothers is supposed to yes. kill us. Yeah. Yeah. And he killed but him they with completely people, crapped on the books. They completely yeah, as, crapped as, on the as books. As people like to point out is when the rocks fell on earth, Jamie's hand was by her neck. <laughs> Semantics. And so that oh, that God. counts as fulfilling the prophecy. It's, it's, it's like when, just a total. It's load. like in the the yeah. Battle of Winterfell when oh John's distracting the dragon, so Arya can sneak by. I'm like, shut up, idiots! <laughs> Stop yeah. trying to make John a thing. Did you see that? Him yelling, go, go, go! <laughs> oh God! And by the way, they meant to leave that Starbucks cup in the scene. <laughs> 
John's like, like, I'll cover you. HBO, if you want money, just start just start sponsoring things in right. the show. Like, right. have Starbucks sponsor, and you're like, oh, yeah, daddy loves Starbucks coffee. Put the mm. Nike swoosh on all the on the north <laughs> northern army country, the, the, yeah. on the armor. I don't care. Give, yeah, it, give it to I the Unsullied. Yes. yes. Yeah. Episode 5 yes. brought to you by Aloe Vera. No, they're Under Armour. They're not Unsullied. Yeah. Under Armour. That's true. <laughs> they're just doing it, guys. Okay. So. <laughs> um, are you guys happy with anyone's character arc? Are you? Yeah, You're, Arya yeah. stayed really true to herself. Yeah. They, they they lost their way with her a little bit in season seven. Like I didn't particularly like her arc in season, seven, but overall they did a really good job, and I think she ended up doing what she needed. And Sansa too. I think they really nailed the two Stark sisters. Yeah, yeah. I really hated Sansa at the end. I'm like, okay, it's, you're okay. You're okay, Sansa. I don't like you as a yeah. person, but. But what you're, you're doing hot. is no. What you're doing is fine. No, just it, go do it. Just do, you go do you. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think they were a little rushed. That's the only complaint. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. you know as as satisfying as their ends were, like they, it was rushed. I mean, Pre- prepare to be rushified. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Arya going full blown like revenge, like John Wick mode to like <laughs> the Hound convincing her in King's Landing to not kill Cersei, her surrogate father. Yeah. It's like ah, yeah. oh, what? And then now she's. Uh, She's an independent woman. She you know? is, she's a uh, sailor. She's a sailor now. <laughs> she is uh, a, a sailor. <laughs> Good man. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I would. Um, I would also argue, and some people might disagree with me, that Danny's arc, even though the last part of it was way too fast, mm-hmm. was very satisfying. Totally to me. It, yeah. It yeah. was. It was a good arc. Yes. Um, and uh, and I, you know, like I've said before, I'm a sucker for like those heel turns man like i even wrote a thing on kslsports.com oh good plug yeah, yeah do that right, right? KSL Sp- what is it kslsports.com okay yeah i'm gonna check that it's out right KSL now kslsports.com <laughs> where you can find this podcast and many others <laughs> not as fine as this one but still <laughs> but still okay. fairly average <laughs> they're there <laughs> no, they're, they're the season eight of game of thrones <laughs> But I did write this whole thing about, you know, like, one of my favorite character arcs was Walter White, if you've seen Breaking Bad, and... Uh, Matthew L. has not. You have not? No, I haven't. Okay. Disappointing, We've right? had this conversation before. The, that character arc is basically Gordon Hayward minus the uh, murders <laughs> and the drugs. Um, we think. <laughs> as far as we know. Um, Video games are his drugs. <laughs> Daddy's League always of, happy. A little League PSP. Of, little League of Legends yeah. and Fortnite for him. A little, Say my name. <laughs> a little ignoring your children never hurt anybody. Um, no, it's it's. I think you're right. Danny's arc, yeah, it it came to a close, and it, I think it, it even the way she died was satisfying. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, for primary characters, I think the two that are most satisfying are Sansa and Arya. Um, for the yeah. secondary and tertiary characters, though. Ooh. Word. I love <laughs> Sir Davos. Like I love yeah. The, yeah, the fact I, that he. Yes. I'm shocked he lived. Yes, I'm so <laughs> happy that he did because right from the beginning of the books when he was introduced, like I loved the Onion Knight, mm-hmm. yeah. and just from where he came from, like being like a street rat from Flea Bottom, that was pretty cool. And then I think um, uh, Podrick Payne oh, comes Podrick. out as a major winner here <laughs> yeah. because he's basically what I wrote my thought when he gets comes in and he's like basically brands like personal bodyguard yeah uh he's like that chubby little sophomore that gets in with the cool senior crowd <laughs> and then just kind of rides their <laughs> coattails for like the rest of the year that's exactly what he is and he's just he just walks in and he's got this big old smile on his face and he's someone that i never thought 
like all the way back to like Blackwater. Yeah, like that he was gonna make it this far. Secretly and he good, does. secretly good in bed. <laughs> Great with a sword. Great with a long sword. <laughs> the voice of an angel. <laughs> he does sing. Yeah, and he, and he becomes a knight. I'm like, oh, Podrick. See, everyone thought he was gonna die after he sang. Did, yeah. Did you, did you guys? Sure, did you guys do a Game of Thrones death pool? No. Oh, no. What is wrong with you guys? We're no. not organized. Well, you guys. And <laughs> so one of the questions on the the death pool I ran was uh, who's gonna end up on the Iron Throne and I was like it's going to be someone like just random I think it's going to be Podrick <laughs> <laughs> which I would have been much more happy with it's going to be Brad. Robin Aaron <laughs> Robin who grew up in this thing I was like yeah, that's, yeah. that's Robin Aaron talk about yeah. it yeah blow up right there yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's body good guys Mork <laughs> does a body good I was like who is that kid I'm oh like, I was like is that Robin <laughs> and I then we get like the Robin, random appearance from Gendry too like yeah. What do you think the tension was like between him and Arya? Like, there were a few seats yeah. between them. Do you think they were, like, eyeing each other? What do you think was going on? I think there? I think Arya got hers, and she was like, good. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. We, we all saw the scene Dino afterwards. Patrick. We, all, yeah. saw, we saw, all saw how, how happy she was after that. So she's like, oh, that was it. She's like, well, by the way, I'm going on a boat to the other side <laughs> of the world. I'm on a boat. She, <laughs> she was like, I waited five years for that, or five seasons for that, and was like, well... You know, well, the first not what I thought. Yeah, yeah season eight of uh, Game of Thrones for Arya could basically be described by a number of uh, <laughs> Lonely Island songs. That's true. <laughs> so, um, that's, anyway. the next, that's the next article on KSLSports.com. <laughs> <laughs> the Lonely Island Arya soundtrack. Um, <laughs> Doesn't matter. Right. What I was going to say. Okay, speaking of which, Brienne writing Jamie's story. Okay, so that oh, was something oh, that was oh, foreshadowed. Oh. So, did you guys like that? You mentioned that it's like basically like her burn book. Yeah. I just thought, you know, is it supposed to be a testament to how much she loves him, respects him, or what? Is that I what it's, it's supposed to be? I think it's supposed to show like that he kind of redeemed himself a little yeah. bit, and that she understands that, like, right, that he's not who, as bad as he thinks he is. Because and, and he said himself, like, and the, the love story between Jamie and Cersei are, is actually pretty impressive. I think. Uh, storyline wise and I think she kind of was like oh like we had something there but yeah. his true love is Cersei and like seeing him die uh, for her I think she realized okay you know yeah. we had something but you know Cersei is his true love and she accepted that I mean that makes sense and they made it a point for you to see the that the last line in the book before she started writing was that he killed the king or it said died for his queen uh, yeah it said like Kingslayer or something like that Died but defending his queen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But after the last line was died defending his queen. My name so. is Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I thought about that part. I thought it was still weird. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm about to sleep on it. For I, sure. And I know mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of people who are shipping either Brienne and uh, Jamie and then Brienne and uh, Tormund. <laughs> we got none of it. Yeah. <laughs> none of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, this, I would show... also say um, the most satisfying arc would also be Drogon for me <laughs> because a homeboy finally did something yeah. and he survived. Yeah. Yeah. Not like his brothers. Like he he torched the undead. He torched the city. He yeah. torched um, the Lannister army in the previous season. That dude's a baller. Like he single handedly. Sure. Won that battle, yeah, in the yeah. previous episode, and that was fantastic. Would you? Could you? Sorry. And then uh, he melted the Iron Throne. Then he melted the Iron Throne. Oh, wait, I know. I don't know if you guys talked about this last episode. Is it weird that in episode four, Euron's like, "Oh, here you go, one harpoon shot, yes, got him. and yes. then in episode From 
20 miles away, <laughs> three perfect shots. But then episode five, he's like, hey, they hired stormtroopers to fire the harpoons <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, you would think on solid ground they would just riddle their dragons full yeah. of arrows. But no. That might be the thing that angered me the most the entire season <laughs> was when they killed Rhaegal and the way they did yeah. it. That's a, that's a secret, Captain. He's always angry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just blame evening of I'm not, the I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be negative but anymore. Right, you're let making me, a point. Go let ahead. me ask you this one thing, though. Like, Do you think that Drogon became the child of Daenerys that mounted the world or whatever that thing was? Do you remember that? Oh, so her, gonna, yeah. 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 I, I don't I don't know. think, think the showers know. I, I don't give them that I, much Honestly, yeah. That. I feel like they just dropped the ball on so many things that- okay. Um, I think if that seven they more probably episodes, completely <laughs> yeah. spaced on that. Like, there's just so many loose ends. It's yeah. it's very unsatisfying the way the show ended. Yeah, much much like Gendry. Mm-hmm. Or Gendry. <laughs> I will um, say, I will say, going back, we've we've complained and we've shared sure. our disappointments a lot about it. But what I will say is, from a purely spectacle standpoint, and technically, um, the special effects and the battles. I've been very entertained by them. Absolutely. Well, they spent and, $100 million yes, an episode, I mean, so I hope so. And that, I mean, that last episode and the way they shot with Arya down on the streets and whatnot and just seeing the carnage and the entire battle and, and finally watching, I remember in season seven, watching um, Drogon, you know, torch the Lannister army in the loot, loot train episode. Yeah. Like, like those were amazing moments. Great. Just yeah. spectacularly. So as much as I've, been disappointed in the storytelling the entire spectacle and the entertainment value of it has been really good absolutely i'm glad that they were able to find money in the budget to finally give us a cgi moment between john and okay his that was my i wanted him to up. attack him when he walked <laughs> through the gate and rip out his throat for not saying goodbye you i was so hoping for hbo that did not have any money to have them come up with like and all of a sudden we're like oh hey yeah. Boy, I wonder if they just added that in, like they digitally altered the coffee cup out of the episode. <laughs> That's why they killed Lena Headey so fast, so that they could have money for for Ghost. <laughs> she got paid for all six episodes, man. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. She, she, That's like, true. she made an appearance in this episode. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the one point that I thought that maybe the show would end with that it obviously didn't, I thought that maybe once they got to the other side of the wall, they would have seen an, like another sign that like maybe the Night's King or like the uh, White Walkers were still around, like that. those weird symbols that they No, they're doing prequels, had. It's prequels. Well, I know, but I just are felt they? like... I think it's prequels. Oh, yeah, yeah it's two prequels. Yeah, they're doing the Long two Night, prequels. aren't they? I think so. I, I think, so. I I think I one's about the Long Night, and the other is about, like... Before, like, everything. The First Men, yeah. Yes. Mm. So I'm interested to see where that goes. I'm interested to see if George R. R. Martin ever finishes the books. I Probably I, not. I'm excited for when they get the Ring of Power and I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah. they have to go to Mordor. So did you guys hear that um, apparently George R. R. Martin turned down uh, a role in the series? And I'm guessing that they were probably going to have him be Sam. Like, they were going to fast forward, like, years in the future and have Sam, like, <laughs> be actually writing, like, a Song of Ice oh. and Fire, like, years in the future, but it'd be George R. R. Martin. <laughs> what? When, when Turian says, um, ask me in 10 years, I'm like, ooh, do the park, Parks and Rec flash forwards now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Turian just goes and touches everybody, and we see what they do 10 years we later. See, we see yeah. Jerry. He's like the mayor of King's Landing. <laughs> He's renamed it Muncie. <laughs> and I, I, I'm really disappointed, because Matt's never seen Breaking Bad, and Breaking Bad had a very satisfying end. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and like, so this is some, there's been some, but have you, have there any been in it? Yeah, let me speak again. <laughs> has there been any um, uh, shows where you're like, oh, like like Game of Thrones, where it's been a very disappointing ending that you guys think of offhand? So Lost is the one. I never finished it, but from everything that I've heard, Lost was very disappointing. Um, one that I saw like a lot of people bring up before today, like what's going to be the most disappointing TV ending? Game of Thrones, Lost, or The Sopranos? The Sopranos caused a lot of outrage in the moment, but it's 10 years or it's been 10 or 12 years since it ended and looking back on it people are very favorable on how it ended um in fact a lot of people would say that it's the best ending to a tv show but by it cutting to black everyone was like what the heck just happened did i just lose my hbo um uh i have one and i was really into this series when it came out i watched it until it sucked and it was uh, veronica mars i don't ever uh, saw veronica mars i never seen it it's coming uh, back though, so it has a chance to redeem itself. We'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, but basically, the, it was kind of um, it was kind of similar to how Game of Thrones like rushed the last couple seasons, but it was more back then. It was because there was a writer strike or something, and they didn't have people. To which is it. It goes into mine, which is Heroes. After season one, everything else Heroes is, trash. is a good one too. Yeah, <laughs> everything after Heroes season one is trash. <laughs> oh, I did like Heroes. Right. Oh, Scrubs was really disappointing. Uh, I never watched it, but Dexter, I know a lot of people were really upset about. Oh, yeah. I heard, I heard I, I see, I've watched four seasons of it, and the so problem is, is what happened at the end of season four, it upset me, like, down to my core, like, I've never been able to go back. And not, like, in a bad way, not like how Game of Thrones upset me. Like, it was <laughs> so upsetting to see what they did. Like, I just haven't been able... I tried to watch, like, the next couple episodes, and I was just, like, mentally and emotionally... <laughs> like, I could not invest into the show again, because it just yeah. was devastating what they did at the end of season four for me. Oh, my gosh. Um, Seinfeld was one that people hated. Oh, here's one. How I Met Your Mother. Oh, wow. God. They completely that botched show. that last that show, season. That show's, pretty, that show's pretty awful anyway, so... Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, didn't, I didn't like that show You didn't need the ending to ruin that show. <laughs> um, what about Mad Men? Any of you guys watch Mad Men? Didn't watch Mad Men. Didn't finish Mad Men. Um, so that's a pretty... That one was kind of 50-50 on how people um, felt about it ending. Very different show than anything else that's really out there. It's a very slow burn, but with like a ton of character development. Uh, and uh, I think that just the way that they were able to set up the sets and everything, that it was... That that was part of the acclaim to it, is like, this is the 50s and 60s. Um, but... Yeah, a lot of people were really upset with how that ended. Um, the um, Office, uh, Sons of Anarchy, I haven't watched. I think some of these endings that are bad, I think just because the show just went on too long. Some of them were just like, yeah. yeah. Right. Like The Office. like the, sure. the, finale, the actual finale is good. The finale yeah, the, is The finale good. itself the last, is good, but the, the last, last couple seasons, seasons yeah. 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 But if by last you mean anything after season three, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were awful. Um, so are you guys mentally and emotionally prepared to put game of thrones to bed like just yeah it was a good run it was great yeah because i have three episodes of billions left i think it's three <laughs> this season which is like my current favorite tv show barry just had its finale and oh my gosh him and i watched that as well oh, and, so you guys yeah. are keeping your hbo uh well my mother-in-law pays for my hbo <laughs> well, so thanks so. for sharing your password with me yeah <laughs> well uh it was a good show, so I kind of like overall. I would always recommend people watch yeah. Game of Thrones. I think well, if if they just had if they could just have Bran Stark 
just beat Thanos, that would have helped. <laughs> I think that would have been a more satisfying ending. But you know, they almost had the glove off. Almost had it. They almost almost had it. it. Star Lord. <laughs> um. Well, R.I.P. Game of Thrones. What is dead may never die, or whatever they say. <laughs> Thank is... you for ten years of. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. You guys put a lot, a lot of work in because me, for me, this has been a one month journey or a month and a half. <laughs> like you guys waited two seasons for the season or two years for the season. So that's that was a. I, I understand the disappointment for you guys <laughs> waiting that long. Like for me, I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was all good. Like Thank it's you. not my favorite show. Thank Breaking you. Bad I appreciate still, so. that, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe let's end the the pod with uh, real quickly. Tell us something that you are into right now that like if people are looking for something to watch after game of thrones like what what is something you're into like you mentioned zach you know we watch barry barry's a really good um show on hbo appointment television in my opinion i really yeah barry's been great it's really good what about you two um i just finished okay so there's a couple things that i've been watching um that i've discovered recently they're they're comedies. They're very opposite Game of Thrones. Schitt's Creek, okay, is one of my favorite things. It's on Netflix. There's three seasons, I believe. Um, if you like Eugene Levy and um, Catherine O'Hara, they're mm. they're fantastic. If you have Hulu, watch Letter Kenny, oh, which is the yes. sitcom from Canada. It's one of my favorite things Canada that you can stream right now. What what could it's what would really you compare funny. it to? It's like I. It's really kind of incomparable the way they do it because it's so uniquely Canadian. Yeah. Like, there's not really anything. It's almost like if okay, like if it was a live action King of the Hill, but <laughs> yes. set in Canada. That's a good. That's maybe like the closest thing I can yeah. I can uh, relate it to. Um, those two I would I would recommend if oh. you need something else on a streaming surface to watch and you need to laugh. Yeah. Right now, especially after the heaviness that is Game of Thrones, I would recommend those two. I like it. I like it. Thanks, Matt. What about you, who? Do you... Uh... So, yeah, I, I mean, Game of Thrones was the only, like, drama I was into right now. Yeah. Uh, I do do, like, the same thing, the two shows that... So, I, I don't actually watch a lot of shows live with everybody. This right. is why I didn't join the Game of Thrones phenomenon, because I hate waiting. Yeah. I hate waiting for episodes. <laughs> and the two shows that right now I am uh, waiting for episodes is... Uh, one is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, yes, yes. yeah, and so good. Andy <laughs> and, Samberg, yeah. genius. Which is weird because I actually don't think he's great in a lot of stuff he's in, but this show he's really good in. So yeah, like, all right. And then of course Rick and Morty. If you're not watching Rick and oh, Morty, yeah. season four, four November. Finally, <laughs> 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 uh, real quick, we also wa- watched with Sam Farnsworth. Right, it was his first yes. episode. Yes. His first episode was the last. He watches ep- the finale, and his first comment: "That was really slow." <laughs> or, Am like, I crazy? Like, a- like is that is that boring compared to and and so Matt and I, well, we all kind of tried to come up with an episode for him to watch, and I was like. So if you if you have a friend who wants to get into Game of Thrones now that's over because you know there's a the hipsters out there oh, I've never seen Game of Thrones <laughs> look how <laughs> cool, cool I am yeah mm-hmm. and uh, they want to get into it uh, Matt and I recommend watching the Battle of uh, Blackwater yeah, yeah. what season that Is season that? two I think okay. pretty sure it's the end of season two because you don't need to know a lot about the characters there's a big battle scene that's yeah. exciting. Um, they kind of tell you who and you kind of get what everybody is, uh, who everybody uh, is, and so it was season two, episode nine. Okay, yeah, perfect. So yeah, nice. I would love to recommend the Mountain and the Viper, but you have to know too much 
for that to understand that. There's too much context Matthew in that L episode. Loves that episode. Yeah, I do love that episode. Well, it's good. Like you well, said, it's because Oberyn Martell is my favorite Game of Thrones character. Period. Yeah, he had a great arc too, and you're like really mm-hmm. rooting for this guy. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah. The Battle of Blackwater. Yeah, just don't start with the, the last episode because the last episode, <laughs> the, the the problem start with the last episode was that it was basically trying to tie a bow on a lot of things, and you have to know what those things are yeah. to yeah. see what those bows are going to. Yeah, it's like, oh hey, we have eight things we're tying up. Here you go. Yeah. So it's, it is kind of a boring episode if you don't know what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, who? Thank you for joining us. Oh, do you yeah. want to plug any of your other podcasts? That I, you're I, to? I do do a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter. It's a uh, who h u u tran t r a n Superman, like the superhero. Uh, if you want to hear some jazz talk, I, I do one on Apple iTunes, hitting the high notes of Utah Jazz podcast. Uh, I do pop culture. We've been doing a lot of Game of Thrones lately. Uh, we do some movie reviews. It's the Geek Gods on Spotify, and um, I also do a WWE podcast. If you oh, like professional nice. wrestling, uh, who like my name H U U booked this right now just on Spotify as well. So you know, come on, they had Money in the Bank tonight, and I can't tell you what's more disappointing: <laughs> this Game of Thrones or Money in the Bank. So it's a, it's been a very disappointing Man. night for fans. We'll definitely have to have you come back on and talk <laughs> WWE for sure. Yes, yeah, that's uh, the, the after hours. The audience loved it. Yeah, <laughs> Matthew L. Uh, well, listen to these guys' podcast on KSLSports dot com <laughs> because every once in a while I guest on it. What? Yeah. I don't have my own podcast. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not savvy enough, nor am I witty enough to have my own. Matthew is also KSL not a psychopath and stays here until three a.m. So. <laughs> I am not. Well, well, I, do you, okay, so here's the thing: when when we actually move into our new place and I don't have to drive up to Summit County every every Sunday night after we get done with work, then maybe I can stay and actually yeah. do some stuff every now <laughs> Fair and then. Where I have like an over an hour drive where deer are constantly running out into the road trying to hit my car. <laughs> That's a great, KSLSports.com is a great website. I wish you guys had an app that we could use. We do, we have, do an have an app. app. The what? KSL Sports app. <laughs> Say what? We also have the KSL TV app where you can catch a lot of our sports beat programming on. Hmm. If you guys need a cameraman to shoot stuff, I do do that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate having you guys on the pod. Um, thanks for having us. Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Matthew Glade, Hootran, uh, Zach, this was a great pod. Probably this was great. Favorites. Yeah, this is this is, uh, this is one of the top no, so play, far. Play, play that Game of Thrones theme again. All-timer. Uh, All thanks timer. for listening. Catch you later. That's